Now, welcome is at the heart of our gospel text this morning. Jesus uses a child to teach his disciples and to teach us how the sense of status and hierarchy changes in the kingdom of God. What it means to be great or to be the greatest is reordered. Once again, the disciples are not getting what Jesus is teaching them and what he represents. He tells them a second time that he will, be, that he will die and that he will rise again. And I think the disciples in some ways just don't want to hear this, just don't want to believe this. They are caught up in traditional notions of who a Messiah is or what a Messiah should be, a political or a military liberator of their people, despite what they have seen and heard from Jesus. Now, and they are still getting caught up in this status-conscious, power-conscious culture that they live in, that you must be great, you must rise to the top. This was a culture of Caesars and masters and kings and slaves. It was a culture of haves and have-nots, of wide disparities in wealth and power. And despite what they have witnessed in Jesus' acts of healing and his miracles, the casting out of demons, and what they have heard in his teachings, they are still arguing about who amongst them is the greatest. Now, before we get too judgmental, at least I get too judgmental whenever I read about the apostle or the disciples, I have to remember that they are just all being all too human. They are people of their day and their age. And sometimes I imagine a tone of loving exasperation in Jesus' voice when he must stop and teach the disciples. Okay, guys, you still don't get it. Let me explain it again. He tells them that to be great in the kingdom, one must be the least, a servant. And for a culture where status was important, being a servant was probably not what they wanted to hear or what they were expecting to hear. In their minds, the great do not serve. The great are served by others. But once again, Jesus reorders this. To be great, you must be that servant to all. And to make the point, he takes a child and he illustrates it. He shows them what he means. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. Whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. Now, children in that day and age had little or no value. One text I read called them non-persons until they reached a certain age where they would be recognized as adults, as contributing members of their society. And until that age, they were considered among the least. And in other versions of this gospel story and others, in the other gospels, the disciples turn away children from Jesus, and they turn away others who they deem not to be worthy of Jesus' attention. Jesus rightly rebukes his disciples for this. Now, the Greek word in our text today is translated as welcome. So what does it mean to welcome someone? Welcome has many meanings. It can mean to greet gladly. It can mean to allow or to invite someone to do something. The same Greek word can also be rendered as translated, or translated as rendered, as received, excuse me, in other texts, in other translations. Now, receive can mean to greet, to welcome, and it can also mean to admit or to accept someone. I think this is the sense we use, that we use the word received or reception when we talk about bringing somebody into the Episcopal Church from another denomination. 
But I want you to hear the verse again with one of these alternate meanings of welcome. Whoever accepts one such child in my name accepts me. Whoever accepts me accepts not me, but the one who sent me. It casts our lesson in a different light. At this point in our gospel lesson, Jesus has told the disciples what he wants. He's explained it to them, and he showed it to them. I think there is now an implied, now go do this in Jesus' lesson. Just as I have taught you, just as you have seen me do, now go do this yourselves. If you welcome or accept a child, you welcome or accept me. And I think it's here where the lesson that Jesus gives us and his disciples, the lesson that Mark gives his first century Christian audience, a lesson that comes alive for us today. As members of the body of Christ, as Christ's hands and feet in the world, we are all called to welcome the children among us. It goes beyond the physical gestures and acts that we associate with welcome and reception, even as important as they are. Our actions must speak of something deeper, must come from someplace deeper. The welcome Jesus speaks of is an approach, a disposition, a way of being or relating to others, regardless of our vocation, our occupations, or our locations. Henry Nouwen, the great spiritual writer and priest, writes in his work, Reaching Out, true hospitality can be an indicator of welcome, and it comes from a sense of valuing or accepting a person for who they are, who that person is as a unique person, not for what they can give us or what they can do for us. Sadly, I think our culture sometimes emphasizes the latter over the former. And I think our lesson today goes beyond just the children's ministry or the youth group in a church. We are all children in a sense because we are all children of God. We are created in God's image with a dignity and worth given to us by our creator regardless of our age or our social or economic status. And to pick up from Father Rob's sermon last week, today we need that kind of welcome more and more, the kind of welcome that Jesus taught to his disciples and is teaching to us. Our culture focuses on status and power and what separates us. We need to be more receptive to others, more accepting to others, people of different backgrounds, and different viewpoints. I think as Christians, we are called to do nothing less. Now, you may have seen the sign that says the Episcopal Church welcomes you. I think they're about a block from every Episcopal Church in the country. Or you can just go right outside the front doors of the parish, right here out to the side, and you will see a sign that speaks of this parish's desire, our desire to be a healing place, a place where all are welcome. I think welcome is a necessary first step in being a place of healing, of being a place where God's grace can be experienced by all. God has created all of us worthy. Disciples today should not repeat the mistakes that the disciples, that the original disciples made many, many years ago in turning away those who they thought were not worthy. Now, for what it is worth as a new person in the parish, seeing and experiencing this parish with a new set of eyes, I have not experienced that turning away here. I have sensed the welcome that brings many of you, that brought many of you here, and that brings many of you back day after day, year after year, 
and in some cases, generation after generation. And this is not a welcome that is limited to a hello, please fill out a visitor's card and hope you come back next week. This is a culture of welcome that's in this parish's fabric that is sustained and cultivated day after day, week after week, year after year. I want to leave you with one thought today, and that is to consider our gospel text from a different perspective. If Christ was present with us today, how would you welcome him? Now, that's kind of a trick question. Because in each Eucharist, we believe that Christ becomes present. We welcome him, we accept him, we receive him, just as he welcomes, receives, and accepts us. In the Eucharist, we also believe we become the body of Christ in the world. So if Christ can welcome and accept us, then we can all welcome the children among us, parishioners or passers-by alike. So, children of all ages, welcome to St. John's. Amen.